Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey y'all, this is your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up. On today's episode, we have Terrence Hutchinson. Terrence is a certified fitness and nutrition specialist, corporate consultant, exercise therapist, corrective exercise specialist. He is the author of 150 Recipes to Transform Your Body and 25 Irritable Desserts That Can Indulge Your Cookbook. He is also the host of the Total Wellness Podcast with Terrence, Senior VP of Operations for Defiant Ones Team Magazine, and he's a motivational speaker. Terrence was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes in 2009. It almost put him in a diabetic coma. He was in the ICU for about three days and during that time lost 40 pounds from lack of appetite and frequent urination. After two months of recovery, Terrence educated himself about proper nutrition, exercise, and launched his personal training business. He is the owner of Your Best Lifestyle Fitness and Nutrition. He has been providing health and fitness instruction over the last 10 years throughout Georgia, the Carolinas, Florida, New York, and the LA area. He also has online fitness programs that reaches clients around the world. He truly believes that with education, diligence, dedication, commitment, and motivational coaching, everyone can live the life and achieve the body and health of their dreams. So I present to you all Terrence Hutchison. Good morning, Terrence. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? I am going great. How are you? I can't complain. It's a blessing to be here, man. <laughs> it really is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. We shall not complain. I I listen. I tell people all the time, y'all, our situation definitely could be worse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right now, it's unprecedented times. It's a lot of fear going on. Um, it's a lot of uh, confusion and worry. You know, people are trying to Stay safe, stay healthy, um, stay at work, or try to figure out how they're going to make money while they're not at work. This is in itself. So you know, you know, um, right now, I know for me personally, for me and my family, you know, we're trying to stay focused on staying healthy and making sure that we taking care of ourselves as much as possible in this in this time that's going on right now. So it's confusing, it's scary, and um, it's a pandemic, but we don't want it to be an epidemic. Right. Absolutely. I agree. I definitely agree. So everyone, please stay safe and stay clean. Mm -hmm. So let's get into this interview. Um, of course, this podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up. Terrence, what is your definition or your meaning of purpose? Uh, just figuring out, you know, what God has designed for you. You know, a lot of times we figure, you know, go to college, go to school and, you know, get a career, but a lot of times that may not be your purpose. That may be something that you want to do. Um, sometimes that can prepare you for uh, your purpose, but you, you really don't know your purpose until it finds you. You know, mm -hmm. your purpose your purpose will find you. And I'm going to tell you from my experience, my purpose was never really on the radar of being a health and wellness uh, professional. You know, mm -hmm. when I got diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, that was a brokenness in my life. When I thought that my life was falling apart, it was actually falling in place. So mm. my my mess became my message and all of that became my purpose. So now I talk all over the country and about helping people realize their purpose. I realize their health and wellness, you know, um, anything that you got going on. So it's like a lot of times, you know, our purpose will find you and then it will align, align yourself up with what you have to do from there. God will reveal some things to you. You'd be like, wow, who knew? Like every time you go through trials and tribulations, it can be a purpose in there somewhere. You'll find some type of silver lining, some type of um, blessing in that that can really catapult you to be doing a lot of things that help countless of people around the world. So you just have to mm -hmm. have to slow down, listen to uh, what God is telling you, or what the universe is leading to, or wherever you pray to. <laughs> you right. know, mm -hmm. and um, you you'll find your purpose in that in that brokenness. 
So I would, my answer to you is like, if, if you're going through something, it's a purpose in that. It's a blessing in that. And you never know. That might be a life-changing moment for you. Mm, that was good. That was good. But that's absolutely true. You know, like you said, your purpose is in your brokenness. And I agree with that 100% because you got to go through some stuff to understand, you know, what your purpose is here on Earth, the things that you're going through. Like you said, you had no clue that you would become a health and wellness advocate, but it took that experience to open up your eyes and you knew that there were other people who had to get themselves together going through the same exact thing that needed your testimony to give them that aha moment. Like, you know what, let me get myself together. Or they may need some extra assistance, an extra push, because majority of the time, that's what we need, an extra push. Like, you know what? Am I the only one out here going through this? But I know, you know, deep down inside that there are others. I wonder what they're doing, you know? So God put those specific people in place to help motivate and educate others to do what they need to do. Exactly. Uh, one thing I realized with with health and wellness, like as we get older, 40 years old, we age, it's a lot of hormonal changes, it's a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. People, we start to accumulate chronic lifestyle illnesses, hypertension. Uh, mm-hmm. Type two uh, uh, diabetes, um, obesity, high, uh, heart disease, strokes, COPD. You know the list goes on and on. When that happens, we try to figure out how what's going on. I need to go get checked out and go see the doctor. Once you do that, depending on who you are, your DNA profile, your doctor's visits, you know what's going on with you, what they diagnosing you. Now, okay, that's the start of it. But what comes behind that is the medications that they put you on. Now, depending on what it is, most medications, depending on the doses, most medications have a side effect component, you mm-hmm. know, that can add more damage into the situation already. Let's just say most women they have, they suffer from a thyroid condition. Right. And the medicine for that has a steroid component in there. So when mm-hmm. you suffer from a thyroid, naturally, if the thyroid is inactive as much, you're going to have uh, chronic fatigue. So that makes you like you don't want to you don't want to work out as much. You're feeling tired all the time. And right. so they put they put you on the thyroid medicine, which is the steroid component that actually increases your weight by 30 to 50 pounds. Yes, it does. So it does. So it's like now you have. 30 pounds on you, 50 pounds on you, and you're already tired because you have an inactive thyroid condition. You want to work out, but you just don't have the energy to do it. So we have to figure stuff out. Like there's ways around that medicine is, you know, with proper nutrition, um, the times to work out, you know, how much water you should be taking, you know, a whole lot of those things goes into place. But if we are not educated uh, patients, we don't ask the right questions. We don't research things ourselves. Guess what? We'll be conditioned on taking that medicine, and all of a sudden, it's five years down the line. You forty pounds, fifty pounds overweight. You are conditioned to take the medicine, and so now you're just in a you're stuck in a vicious cycle. So, yeah. it, you know, so the side effects of certain medicines. So my job is what I saw is like, okay, let me help you to get down to the root cause of what's causing this and let's talk with your doctor to see if we can uh, get a low dosage of medicine and get a, a different uh, generic version of it. Let's talk about pop, proper nutrition. Let's talk about exercise. To do things holistically, to really make sure that you are reversing a lot of that money every month right back into your checking account. You got to realize like the pharmaceutical companies is a big business. It's a multi-billion dollar business. So whenever you go in for some type of physical ailment or chronic illness, you're about to come out of your pocket for something. Even if you have great insurance, you're going to come right. out of your pocket for some type of medicine, some type of copay, some type of specialist, you know. And it's it's crazy. When I was in the ICU, my ambulance ride, two stoplights, was $1,200. Oh. Um, my, my hospital visit was $32,000. I yeah, so uh, they gave me aspirin. They charged me ten dollars for aspirin, you know. And <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's like I was like, man. So the the the, the medicine that they put me on at the time uh, was called Lantus, it's an insulin, and it was like one hundred and sixty six dollars per week, and my insurance did not cover that. Now at the time, I had great insurance. 
So you 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 you're talking about one sixty six times four weeks times twelve months. I'm like you, I'm I'm about to go broke. I'm gonna be in the poverty line right. with, this, mm-hmm. with, with with this medicine, you know. So that's when it hit me. I said, man, I have to do something. So I just got it going really hard. So just when you talk about a disease like um, type two diabetes, there's thirty million people that's diagnosed with type two diabetes right now that we know about, mm-hmm. right? Diabetes maintenance is a uh, $327 billion a year industry just off you coping with the disease or maintaining the disease. That's what they can do. They, they, they want you to maintain it so every month you can go spend $50 on that medicine or you go to the doctor right. whatever, whatever. And uh, so my job is to help you save some of that money, get some of that money back and put it into your checking account. But it just doesn't have to be about diabetes. It can be about hypertension, uh, if you're coming from a stroke, uh, post-rehabilitation, pre-rehabilitation. So people are spending countless amount of dollars on medicine that they may not need. Now, um, yeah. I'm all about the medicine. If you need the medicine, I believe in modern medicine, but I also believe that it's a lot of side effects with modern medicine as well. So you can get diagnosed with something, but you're going to really have to listen to your doctor, also pay attention to your symptoms, and then research and think to yourself, and then ask your doctor the right questions. And if you're not asking your doctor the right questions, guess what? They are already conditioned to put you on a certain medicine for a certain illness, and then yeah. you are, you're going to be in the line at one of these pharmaceutical lines every month buying that medicine. So, you know, but it's natural ways to really help reduce or reverse a lot of these lifestyle diseases. Now, if you was born with something, I get that, you know, but if you have cancer and all that stuff, it's still ways, but you're still going to need some of the modern medicine. But if you can reduce some of that money that you're spending now, that's, you need to do that. I know that's right, y'all. <laughs> Save y'all some coins. Ask some questions. I always tell people. When you go to the doctor, tell them everything. Tell them everything and then also have your questions ready. I don't care if you have to put the notes and go in your notes in your cell phone, write questions down, or you write them on a notepad or something because you have to educate yourself. Just because someone diagnoses you with something doesn't mean it's the end. You always have to educate yourself to understand what's going on with your body right now because Sometimes some of these doctors, you go into the hospitals and stuff like that, sometimes they have no clue what's going on. But they figure, oh, you might have a couple, you know, these are the symptoms of something else, so they might diagnose you with this, and that might not even necessarily be true. So always educate yourself. I'm in the health education background, so I'm always talking about, you know, educating yourself, and when it comes to your health, everything is important. I don't care what it is, okay? It can be your feet, your teeth, your eyes, whatever it is. Always be on the up and up with learning because health is changing all the time, especially with technology changing. So you always have to be up to date with everything. Yeah, that's that's facts. You know, um, I know type 2 diabetes, I had problems. I had perfect 20-20 vision, and then all of a sudden, you know, my glucose levels, I had so much sugar in my island. By the time mm-hmm. I come out of ICU, I was wearing three and one bifocals. <laughs> like, what's mm. going on? I couldn't right. see. You know, those glasses was $950, mm. you know, mm-hmm. out of pocket. I think, you know, I had insurance, but because of my situation, I still had to pay that thousand. So you have to really pay attention. Um, I had to do special visits with the dentist, you know, everything, you know, um, and then also you have to really focus on your nutrition, okay, because that's the main thing as well. What you put in your body is going to be the major step to how your body is feeling, operating, and looking when you're out in the public, okay? So if you are eating unhealthy and you suffering from hypertension or diabetes or anything like that, your body's going to respond to that. And next thing you know, it's going to start packing on weight. Don't think, I tell people all the time who are diabetic, don't think just because you're taking a drug for the disease that you can eat whatever you want to eat. It's counterproductive, okay? You're going to gain that weight. Uh, your body is going to just store that fat, store all that cholesterol and everything like that. Now you have a problem with, you know, um, weight gain, 
you have a problem with your feet, you have a problem with your legs down the line, you have a problem mm-hmm. with um, your nervous system, you know, you sometimes like when people have a problem with their feet, it's like walking on pins and needles because yeah. the nerve endings in the feet is so sharp, you know, and it's like imagine just to say you're type two diabetic and you on your feet all the t- all the time and you're a nurse or you're a construction worker or whatever your career may be, but you suffer from that that uh, pain that's in your fit and in your feet from uh, type two diabetes. The complications of it, you're not going to be able to perform at 100% optimal um, for optimal results. You know you're not going to be a high performer. So right. you have to take, you see, you, you're going to have to, you know, it's going to cut you out of your job. You know, you're going to have to take time off now, depending on what type of career you have. You may not get paid. You may have to get work as pump. And so that's going to affect not just you and your, and your finances, but it's going to put a high stress level on, um, on your spouse, on your significant other, your kids. Now you increase your risk of becoming a liability and not an asset to your family. So right. people don't understand, you know, the aftermath of getting sick or getting really ill. It, all of a sudden, you got to rely on other people. So if you're more like us, you know, we're go-getters. We, we constantly, once our feet hit the ground, we're gone. We're gone, you know. And uh, imagine if, if your activities of daily living slows down because of a complication from an illness or even an injury. Now, how would that affect your 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 checking account? How would that affect your um, emotional and spiritual uh, well being? Like it, it's a trickle down effect. That's why it's so important for us to eat right, exercise, control our stress, watch our posture, right. stay connected. You know, all of, drink a lot of water. You know, these things are important. But if we feel like we don't feel any pain, then we okay. But we have to monitor monitor these things all the time. And um, because we live in the Western society, is a fast-paced environment. Everything is go, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. Um, mm-hmm. We we have to take time to slow ourselves down, okay? And say, look, let me sit down and let me enjoy my meal. Don't you know? Don't you know? In certain countries, they enjoy like they get an hour more for lunch. They sit down and enjoy that meal. Here we got thirty seconds, thirty minutes. We're mm-hmm. eating in the car, we're eating in the go, on the go. And when we do that, we we put our body in a um a chaos environment. So when we're trying to eat, our food does not digest or process the nu- nutrients that it needs in optimal fashion. So the body just stores stuff as fat. Okay, so right. if you you don't have great digestion. You know, because you stress out all the time, the body is very resilient, is very intelligent. You know, it's designed to do certain things internally to help you heal naturally. You know, but if we constantly stressed out and we have bad coping mechanisms, and you know, and yet we're type two diabetic or we suffer from hypertension. We increase our risk of a stroke. We increase our risk of obesity, diabetes, heart disease, all these different things all because we can't take time and slow ourselves down. And right. That's the truth. You're in the health field, so I know you, you see a lot of things. You saw a lot of things, and you'd be like, man, um, let me let me get mine together. Let me slow down. We have mm-hmm. to take time. Absolutely. You know, but you, you know what I like about this coronavirus? pandemic right now, it's forcing everything and everyone to slow down, right? You yeah. get you now you have to slow down in your home, take a breather, reevaluate your health, um, reevaluate your nutrition, reevaluate, you know, basic hygiene practices, uh, reevaluate your business, reorganize or restructure everything in your life right now. It forces you to pay close attention to hand washing and sanitizing. The stuff that we you should have been doing <laughs> all the time. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately this virus is going around, but if you look at it, it's it's gonna force you to reevaluate your life, reevaluate your health, your financials, you know, like you know, I I'm talking to you but I'm I'm also looking at some other things. I'm like, oh, I got to do that next. It for, it's going to force you to take a closer look at who you are, 
How healthy yeah. are you right now? You know, what are you doing to protect your health? You know, we, we, we have to look at everything, every wellness component. And by time, now, this, this may help you lose weight because now <laughs> you can go into 21 21-day 21 reboot or detox. Or mm-hmm. you can just over you can just overeat and put on thirty pounds in twenty one days. That all depends on your mindset, you know. So it it's forcing us to slow down, pay attention to ourselves, protect ourselves, and you're going to become a better person after this um, epidemic. Well, pandemic is is lifted. You're going to be a whole different person now. Okay, yep. and I'm telling you right now because I. I you know, I know when this thing dropped off, you was probably looking at yourself like, okay, I got to do this, I got to do that. It forces us to reevaluate our situation. Yep, I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, if you're working from home and you got a business from home, it's, it's like, okay, how am I going to get this money coming in? It forces yep. us to really look at our financials. Oh, should I eat this? No. Should I go to the grocery store? Not right now. You know what I mean? It's just what are my stress levels right now? What are my triggers? What's triggering me right now? Stress is everything. When you get highly stressed, it's going to activate the the, um, the fatty cells in the body. Okay, mm-hmm. so now most people overeat, binge eat, under eat. You know, they drink, they whatever you do to deal with that stress. If you're stressing, then you should find ways to decompress, like meditate or pray, exercise, eat right. You know, those type of things, and you never, you know. After a while, you're 10 pounds down. Just to say you're trying to lose 30 pounds. Now you're 10 pounds gone. You know, you're 20 pounds down. You see what I'm saying? Or yeah. you're, you're, you're making an effort to, you know, um, build your podcast, making it a little bit more stronger, um, writing that book, right, getting that business plan. Because you quarantine, you in the house. What are you going to do with that time? So <laughs> right. <laughs> you, can't, you can't Netflix and eat chips all day. You know, and you type two diabetic or you hypertension, what if something go wrong? How are you going to get the pharmacy is closed? Like, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? So yeah. it forces us to reevaluate our lives, basically, to put it in a nutshell. That is so true. That is absolutely so true. And I like how you made reference to, um, like how you said, reevaluate. Um, that's the most important thing. I mean, even though that's something we should be doing all the time. But mm-hmm. this kind of made it was rushed, you know, like, oh, you know, today's the last day you can be at your office. <laughs> you need to figure this out. So, mm-hmm. like you said, it made people think about things quickly. And now you got to put that that time to the the greatest potential you ever had. Like, yeah, you're at home. You don't have sometimes those at work disturbances. But now you have some in-home disturbances because if you have children or you have a spouse that's also not in school or, you know, not at their office working, now everyone is in one place at one time for at least the next two, three weeks. So you're like, all right, you know, how we want to utilize this time. So, yeah, like you said, it definitely makes you reevaluate not just yourself, but your surroundings, the things that you do, the things that, you know, you like you said, you take in, you eat, you, you know, just utilize your time and do some other things that, you know, you probably couldn't have done if you was at work working at nine to five and then had to come home and cook dinner for your family and all of those stuff. So it, it definitely is now giving you that time to do the things that you need to do. We can't always think about things in um, a bad perspective. We have to think about, oh, man, this is really kind of helping me out right now. So, yeah. Yes, and that's excellent the way you said that because it's, <laughs> it is so true. But I, I'm going to tell you something really funny. I talked to a client uh, two days ago, and they was like, oh, I'm not at work. You know, I don't know what I'm going to do. I said, look at it like this. When you were at work, you was complaining about being at work and wish you can work from home because you don't like your coworkers. <laughs> now, now you have an opportunity. <laughs> Now you have an opportunity to work from home and you're still complaining. I'm like, you need to get your mind right. You know, it's just, it's funny like that. But yeah. you complain about the coworkers and now you're distancing, distancing yourself from those same nagging coworkers who were sabotaging your contribution to the workplace, really stressing you out. Now you're away from them and you acting like you missed them. <laughs> I don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? So it could be blessings with this virus going around, depending on who yeah. you are with your situation. Absolutely. 
So I want our listeners to know, did you have a role model or mentor growing up, and did it change over the years? Yeah, uh, I had, well, you know, my parents, obviously, uh, my mother, my grandmother, you know, they raised me. My, my mother, my father was divorced when I was five, and by the time mm-hmm. I was 18, I, I reconnected with my dad in New York, and I stayed with him from 1988 to 2000, uh, no, 1988 to 1992, I stayed with him, then I branched off on my own, but him and I, we had, we developed that relationship, so he was, he was definitely the type of guy that I learned a lot from. Uh, growing up in Charleston, South Carolina, it was more, uh, at that time in the 70s and 80s, it's more like a segregated type, medium-sized city where, you know, black folks over here, Caucasians over here, where we didn't interact. But when I moved to My New York, everything was like, wow, this is all a new experience. So I learned a lot from that. I learned a lot from him. Um, he died uh, in 08, and I did his eulogy, and uh, he spoke a lot with Narcotics Anonymous. He was a sponsor, and he worked at Kodak. And um, they said, Terrence, you need to do the eulogy. Now, I never spoke really like that in front of five, 6,000 people. I'm like, what? You know, and um, I got up there, and he spoke through me, you know, and I felt him, and I was like, man, this. So now I feel like I model after him, you know, so he was a great role model. I had, after him, I had a few mentors that I still have. I, I keep in contact once in a while. Uh, throughout my uh, my career, you know, and they taught me a lot of things with business. Um, and you know, I have I have a couple of mentors right now that who are multi-millionaires, and you know, it's like, you know, so I'm learning everything I can learn from them, you know. And I have my daughter, my primary physician, you know, she's a mentor. She helped me to get to this point right now. She would never take credit for that. You know, she says, oh, me, but I couldn't do it. You can't do it without team. And um, so, uh, you know, my girl, you know, she's she's great at what she does. So, you know, I'm, I learn a lot from her as well. You know, and, and I'm going to tell some. This, this is for the men that's listening. Never think that you know more uh, than anybody else, especially if you've got a spouse or a girlfriend who, are, who is strong in certain areas. She always can show you and teach you something to help strengthen you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know that's so, right. <laughs> yeah, you know, because a lot of times as men, we think we, you know, we macho and stuff like that. I'm like, man, this girl, show me some things. That's game right there. I, I respect right. that. So I'm constantly evolving, learning more, um, doing brain dumps. Like, okay, this information is not useful anymore to me. So I've got to dump it. So I'm learning how to dump that. I'm um, really paying attention to my, my, my spirit, you know, my source, like God is everything. So I'm, I'm constantly listening to uh, what he's trying to tell me or what he's trying to show me. Because we can have all the right. mentors and coaches in the world, but it's only one main one that can really get you there. Now, I'm not a religious person. I don't read the Bible like that, but I have a connection. And I, when, mm-hmm. he, when he tells me, I can hear it uh, loud and clear. I'd be like, yeah. oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? I've been to go through this. So, and this is why I'm here. So, you know, yeah. So to answer your questions, all those individuals and, um, and, and, and my, my source, you know, my parents, I learn every day from listening and reading, you know, and, um, like right now I'm, I'm learning every time I do a podcast, an interview, I learn, uh, from the interviewer, you know? Um, so yeah, it, 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 you have to be open-minded. You've got to have a growth mindset versus a, um, you know, a mindset that, you know, that's a set mindset. So if you want to earn more, evolve more, become better, you have to be open for growth. Every, everything, life is your mentor. Life is your coach. That's the best experience. Yeah. Everybody don't have all the answers. And then if they feel like they do, then you need to get rid of this person because there's so many people that got a different perspective that you can take from to say, man, this was the missing puzzle that I needed. Thank you. You know, and um, right. so, mm-hmm. you know, everyone is a teacher. You Even the negative people, you're going to find something in them that can benefit you, <laughs> to be honest with you. No, that is the truth. That is the truth. You know, I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. I, I, I appreciate that negative thought you just had, but 
that's that's what I needed. That's going to help propel me to the next level. I appreciate that. So everything is a learning experience, and everyone is a teacher. Yes, everyone is definitely a teacher. If you could give your younger self a piece of advice, what would you tell young Terrence? Oh, man. Young Terrence, listen listen more to the elders. Listen to people yeah. who are trying to tell you things. You know, as we're trying to figure out our life at a young age, you know, we, we think we know it all. But listen to the elders. They've been there. You know, a lot of them, some of them can't listen to it. It is all over the place. But a lot of them who've done a lot of things, listen to them. Take heed of what they're saying because, you know, they they have great insight. They have already, like, you know, experienced so many things that they see you may be going through so they can really try to help you avoid the pitfalls. Number two, I would say, you know, learn how to pick great relationships, man, whether it's uh, personal or professional. A lot of times we want to be so uh, included in certain groups, you know, right. but we realize when we get into the group, we realize it wasn't uh, what we thought it was going to be. But that whole relationship can cost you money or it can cost you a lot of stress or can cost you time, things that you really can't get back. Well, you can get the money, but we can't get time back. So pay attention to your relationships. Don't be afraid to leave any toxic situation in zero to 60 seconds. You know, sometimes we just like to stay there and see if we can work it out, you know, oh, and all yeah. that stuff like that. <laughs> I've been no, here before. Oh, man. <laughs> I've, I've learned now how to punch the freaking clutch and shift the gear. You know, mm-hmm. you hit this tire screech, <laughs> I'm gone. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, yeah. Um, Practice self-care. Definitely uh, put yourself first. And I know when you're young, you don't understand that. But, you know, you have to do it because over time, if something happens to you, you become a liability and not an asset. Yeah. So um, this, I mean, lay off on the alcohol consumption and the partying, all that stuff. You're going to have plenty of time to do. I mean, I did my thing and uh, lay off on that, you know, and, and really focus on the books. Education is the way, you know, um, get your education. but always be a life lifelong learner you know even right now at 52 i'm still taking courses i'm still reading i'm still educating yeah. myself back then if we would have had the internet or google and all that stuff like that back when i was younger or oh, i'd probably be a different person by now you know what i mean we didn't have those times we didn't have these uh technology and all that stuff like that so right you know it's crazy so right now if I was 25 years old now with the technology that I have, we'd be in beast mode 100%. Not saying that we're not now, but, you know, just imagine at a younger age. That's a great opportunity, you know, for a lot of kids. So um, I would tell my younger self, just stay focused, man, to, to avoid these pitfalls. But and then listen to the elders and the old heads got answers that you can use. And, you know, just really stay out of trouble. That's it. You know, because I, I, I was all over the place at one point, you know. But mm-hmm. on the on the flip side of it, I, at, I was married at 27. Uh, I had a, a restaurant. I had a clothing store, two two houses, and I wasn't even 30 years old. But oh, wow. I feel, yeah, I felt like I was doing great. But it was so much pressure on me, you know, to take care of the in-laws. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like that drove yeah. me crazy. You know what I mean? So it's like, man, everybody feel like they're entitled to to stuff, you know? Yeah. So I would, yeah, you know, you got to make sure that you know. When, and this goes back to toxic relationships and pay attention, get out. And that's hard to do when you're married. But, you know, um, if you need to, then do it. Don't stay in any unhealthy situation if you're not happy. You know, the pursuit of happiness is real. Even if you feel like, yeah, even if you feel like you're happy and you know you're stressed behind the happiness, that's not happiness. Okay, that's just a mass on happiness. So I would tell my younger self just to get out, you know, literally, you know, to be happy. Find your happiness, find your purpose, and go for it. So yeah, I'm learning. Yeah, I'm learning a whole over the last this diabetes thing. Ten years, eleven years now has really made me real self-evaluate over the years and really look at, I saw a younger picture of me when I had a 30, 30 birthday party. I said, man, 
look at this thing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. And I remember I was I was drinking, I was married, I was just it's, it was different times then. It was the nineties, you know what I'm saying? So it's like the golden right. area. There's a lot going on. So you know, so you know, just if you can go back and and that's a great question. You know, I hope anybody is listening, or you may come back and listen to this podcast later. Take a moment and in your mind, in your memory, go back to your younger self, twenty, thirty years ago, if you're that old. And, and right. talk to it, and talk to that person. You know what I'm saying? What would you ask that question? And I and then write down your answers. I guarantee you, it's going to change it. Because right now, I got chill bumps. I see me. I'm writing these answers down. I guarantee you, it's going to change your life during this crisis right now in this time and age. That's a great question. Thank you for asking. You are so welcome. <laughs> yeah, I like that question. But I'm glad you also mentioned self care. So, can you tell our listeners? Like, you know, how do you practice self-love and self-care, especially in a time like this? Oh, man. Like, this, when when it's a quarantine and, you know, lock-in and distancing, I was like, man, I, I'm great at that because this is what I do anyway. You know, I don't have that many <laughs> friends and I don't be out as much, so that works perfect for me. Um, but to answer your question, like I said earlier, I meditate. I try to do uh, two I'm up to like two times a day, 10, 12 minutes. That's, I think that's the longest I can actually sit still. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so I meditate, I decompress, I exercise. I, I, you know, I get my exercise and that's the biggest thing right now to really have a great, uh, mind and body connectivity to make sure your, your systems are working right. Um, I stretch. Stretching is underrated. But you really need to stretch. And when you stretch for like 20 seconds each time, most people don't know you increase your productivity and creativity in, in your brain up to 40%. You know, you release mm-hmm. toxins out of the muscles and everything like that. So stretch, meditate. Uh, I drink water. Um, and then I understand what and who my triggers are. And once, you know, to really decrease my stress. Because right. when I was in, yeah, you have to know what the triggers are. Like certain people, would, that's a trigger for you. You got to get them out the way. Are certain things like a career, those are triggers. The certain people yeah. who you work with, those are triggers. So understanding what your triggers are and really just stay connected with your mind and your body, and then you know really build great relationships with everybody, whether it's personally and professionally. You need to have budding relationships. There's two types of people in this world. There's going to be people who are drains, and there's going to be people who are fountains. You know, the drains, they're going to drain you. The fountain is going to nourish you, you know, and yeah. I believe that. So you've got to get rid of people who are drains and stay with, I mean, stay with people who are fountains, people who are going to feed you, people who are going to keep you hydrated spiritually. They're going to feed you. You know, with knowledge and help you build your brand and build your businesses. And, you know, it's just like when you go on an airplane and the stewardess gives you a rundown in case of emergency, these air masks are going to come down. They tell you, right. put the mask on yourself first. <laughs> you know, that's self-care. You have to put the mask on you first in order for you to help someone else. So if you're not practicing great self-care strategies and techniques, and something happens to you, you're not going to be able to be a benefit or asset to anyone else. You become a liability. So this is why self-help and self-care strategy is very important for everyone. And people right. don't know how to do it until it's too late, you know. Yeah. And so especially right now with the coronavirus thing going on, self-care is all way too important right now. You know, it's, it's magnified by 10 to 10, I said, you know, and um, you really have to take great responsibility for yourself in order, especially if you have younger kids, in yeah. order for you to be an asset to them because they, people are relying on you. People are uh, depending on you to do what your purpose to do. If you can't do it because you're not practicing self-care, it's all just a facade, then you lying to yourself. So be honest with yourself. And like right now, I'm, I'm downstairs in the studio. I'm talking to you, having a great conversation on your platform. You know, I've got candles burning. You know, 
I got incense, you know, I got, you know, I got yeah. my aroma there. That's the mood. <laughs> That's the mood, you know what I mean? So it's like I got soft music in the background playing, you know, so lightly. So I'm, this is how I participate in the mornings or when I'm doing interviews because it helps me to decompress my mind and quiet the, the white noise. I'm doing a brain yeah. dump. So I respect you for having me on your platform. I want to try to give you the best version of myself for your brand. Right. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So this helps me to help you. So this is self-care. So when you practice self-care strategies, whenever you speak to other people, whether it's on a podcast or in person, what would they take from you? You know, and... And this this is the main thing when it comes down to wellness, and this is why I practice it so much as much as possible. Because when I'm stressed, I don't do stress well. So self care techniques, you know, helps me. I have to engage into my internal self first to say, look, okay, let's get it together. You just woke up, uh, you freshened up, and you went down in the studio, and you 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 lit the candles and said, let's have a great interview. Yeah, you know. So that's self care to me. That's good. That's good. Yeah, she has to set the atmosphere. I agree. I definitely agree. <laughs> you have to make it your own. If you know, mm-hmm. like you said, if, that's, if this is what's going to help you deliver your best, the best version of yourself, you have to set the atmosphere. You have to. Yeah. You definitely have to. It's, so it's, what is important? Go ahead. Go ahead. Right, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, you, it, I was about to add to that, but you got another question, so let's get into the other question. That's fine. <laughs> so what is one resource that, you know, you use every single day in life or in your business that you cannot live without? Prayer, faith, uh, my daily routines, you know, like I said before, just everything I just mentioned of self-care regimen, I can't mm-hmm. live without it. You know, I, I, I don't want to live without it. Um, great relationships. I mean, I'm in a... Uh, great space right now or as far as personal relationships than I've ever been. So um, now, you know, we're talking talking about lifelong commitments, and this is something from a guy who's been divorced since 2006. So, like, I'm never getting, going back to this, going back to that commitment thing again, but, you know, God got other plans for you, you know, and um, so, um, so my stress levels are really down, so that's a really good thing. So everything possibly is working. And, um, you know, the what you focus on mentally, you attract, you know. And yeah. so I focus on health. I focus on abundance. I, I focus on the quality of life. Um, I focus on how I can attract more of things to me. And daily rituals of thinking that way and visualization has really attracted a lot of people to me personally or professionally. And right. it's all about the purpose. It's not really about the money per se, even though profit is not a dirty word. But when we focus on our purpose, everything else will line up for you. One thing that I really learned how to uh, go with and not go without is exercising uh, patience. And that was very mm. challenging at one time. So right now, Every day, you know, I pray for patience. And I, you know, okay, God, you know. So I, I show gratitude more. So I can't live without those things on a daily basis. Like every morning, I thank you, you know, uh, I'm grateful, you know. And I'm learning how to not worry about certain things. There's a lot of things that I want, but it's not a, a lot of things that I need. So we have to recognize the difference and be happy with a lot of things that we already have. A lot of our stresses come from things that we want. You know, oh, I want a new new house. I want a new car. I want this. I want that. I want that. You know, and I look mm-hmm. and I, I feel like, well, Lord, I thank you for the new truck you just blessed me with. I thank you for. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I thank you for my new client. So, you know, it's like um, to answer your question just every day. I cannot live with those things without them. So I have to really increase. Um, speaking to you right now, this is make me really appreciate the things that I have right now. So those are daily rituals for me. I can't go without them. Yes, I love it. I love it. Now, we know you're an author um, of your cookbooks and How I Survived Type 2 Diabetes. So can you tell our listeners about maybe a current read you have or your top three books? Oh, oh my God. Um, 
I just listened to, uh, well, on my Audible, I forgot the author's name. It's called Un-F Yourself. You know, which is a really good book, I'm going to be honest with you. God I heard of that book. I definitely heard that book before. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That book, I just finished that book, and, you know, it's like, holy crap. You know, and, it, it you know, that one, uh, Joe Osteen, I Am and I Will, I just listened to that, which is a really good book. And it's published in 2015, but that's a really good book. And then Seven Strategies of highly successful individuals. I listen to that. Um, right now I'm reading uh, in front of me. I got Reboot, Reboot Your Body in 21 Days. Um, mm-hmm. And I also have Getting Undressed from um, Polaris. Polaris to Purpose is one guy who, you know, as a, he was wanted to be a basketball player, a star basketball player, and then he had spinal cord injury. And now he speaks all over the world from a wheelchair, you know what I'm saying? So it's like you always have a uplifting spirit. Like I'm in the middle of that as well. So um I've listened I'm briefly through um the hurricane with a uh, okay. Rick Ross book. You know, um because I don't really have time to sit and read, but I can definitely right. read or uh, listen on the go. So uh, I would suggest everybody if you, you know, go to Audible and sometimes like I don't develop so many free credits right now i can just download a book <laughs> right <laughs> you know and then listen to it you know so yeah outside of my book <laughs> those are the books so far that I, you know there's so many books and you know that i've listened to on audible you know but my top three those those are my threes right now and i gave you an extra one <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Can you um, let our listeners know about any upcoming events or projects? Yeah, um, we have the, the Define Ones Team Magazine. You know, that's doing really well. Uh, we're working on our fifth cover right now. Uh, the last the cover that's out right now that has Super Peach on there, it's doing really good. And we're reaching the young adults and teenagers to give them an insight on how they can really take better care of themselves as a business owner, entrepreneur, or, you know, really try to highlight their accomplishments that they're doing all over the world in their communities. Um, we're looking at a team summit coming up soon in a couple of months. That's going to really be good. Also, uh, I'm doing voiceovers right now where I'm doing commercials and stuff like that. So I'm really learning how to project my voice that way. Uh, I'm doing, uh, just shot a couple commercials for a a CBD oil brand. And um, so it's like really pushing that envelope as far as the commercial stuff. And um, we have just a couple. I got the new book coming up. Um, called F Diabetes, which is people waiting on that one. But I'm really trying to strategize it to really put it out so it can really make sense to people because diabetes is so complicated to a lot of people and it's, they're always changing up some things. So I want it to be parallel to what the changes are so it can be more effective. So it's F right. Diabetes, seven strategies, seven proven strategies for success. So I'm editing and adding. Uh, to that book right now, and um, you know, I'm I'm still in school, so you know, and uh, I'm doing countless of interviews, and I just did the Sister Circle, uh, okay, television awesome. show, yeah, and that was really good. They had me on about talking about diabetes, and you know, that was live on syndicated national syndicated television. Um, that was great, and then TV Guy picked it up. They shared it, and uh. Awesome. So, yeah, so we're looking um, right now, Huffington Post, um, Team Magazine, uh, a few other more platforms that um, that we're waiting to hear back from right now. The Steve Harvey Show, you know, we're still in negotiation with them to have me on that. And um, it's, it's just a blessing because, like I said, you know, your mess become, can become your message. So that's what diabetes did for me. And then now here he is, here we are trying to do amazing things around the country, around the world, trying to help people. So there's so many other things that's going on, but my PR person, I really don't know what's up next until she said, hey, you, like last night, she's like, oh, you, you got an interview in the morning at 8. I'm like, really? Oh, God. You know what I mean? I, I didn't know. <laughs> you know, so whatever she lines up, you know, she knows that I'm marketable and I'm going to go for it and I'm going to give 
the best representation of the team and get the best interviews possible. Because I want you to, the interviewer in your podcast, I want people to uh, look at you and say, look, you have great guests. You have great content on your podcast. You know what I'm saying? So you can use things to help leverage you know, your brand, your podcast, you know what I mean? Because we're all in it together, you know. So I know how hard it is being an interviewer myself. So, you know, I, on being on the other side of the mic, you know, I just want to do the best I can um, for you. So, yeah. you know, it, that's just what it is. It's all about networking and helping each other out. And so those are the things I have going on. I think I might have forgot a few things, but, you know, maybe next hey. time. <laughs> so how can our listeners follow you or find you on social media? Um, Terrence Hutchinson, you can just go to the website. It has all the links there. Um, www.yourbestlifestyles.com. And it has all the social media links, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, the podcast links, uh, my supplementation newsletters, you know, recipes. It's just it's got all the books in there, you know. So just go to the website and subscribe and sign up and, you know, get a free book and, you know, go from there. That's awesome. That's awesome. So before we go, can you give our listeners one piece of advice in regards to bossing up, not just in business, but in life? Oh, man. Look, take care of yourself because I'm going to tell you this. Being a boss you're going to have to stay healthy. That's just the bottom line. You cannot be a boss and attract money to your business or your brand if you're suffering from sickness, if you're not healthy. You're No, no, it's not going to work. So if you want to boss up, you're going to have to take better care of yourself, okay? Physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and all those things, uh, environmentally and all those things is going to attract your financial wellness, okay? Bottom line to it bottom line to it. Yes. Yes. That was definitely a good piece of advice. I really want to thank you so much for being on here today, Terrence. You was dropping the gems. I was writing down some things in my notebook, you know, some different tips and tools. And I'm sure if those people, if you visit his website, he told you the website, go on there. I'm sure you'll find plenty, plenty, plenty more. So I am just so happy to have had you on the podcast today, Terrence. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. It was a great way to start my Saturday morning. I feel I'm awake now. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> <laughs> you are so welcome. And with that being said, I hope everyone has an amazing day and continue to boss up with purchase. for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose.